0: Hello, everybody. Terry Mize here. You know, we've been filming a lot uh, this last week on our set here that's a Western set. I'm kind of an old cowboy anyway. And uh, uh, I used to read all the Louis L'Amour stories. I I read everything Louis L'Amour ever, ever wrote. And he had this real phrase in all of his books about the cowboys that worked for these ranches, and he called it riding for the brand and riding for the brand was a big deal. When a cowboy came and went to work for a ranch, he rode for that brand. He rode for that rancher, and and he never he never gave up. He didn't leave him. He didn't uh, cheat him. He didn't uh, turn his back on him, betray him. He stayed with that brand, and that's what our partners are. That's what partners in Jesus are. We're a community. We're a team. We're about the master's business. We're going all over the world and winning souls. We're shining the light where the light's dim, naming the name of Jesus where it's not been named. Renee and I can't do it by ourselves, but our partners are an integral part of doing all that we pray for you daily we're riding for the brand we're riding for Jesus and we're not going to change and I want you to know you are more than conquerors so all of heaven is watching the earth all the time looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God that's going to speak the Word of God that's going to move on the Word of God and when they do heaven moves
1: Hello everyone, God bless you and welcome today to More Than Conquerors. Uh, We've been on a topic that we are really excited about and more than that, we just know it's gonna be very helpful to people because we get so careless in this generation, it seems like, just saying any kind of cliched statement out of our mouths that really doesn't have anything to do with the word of faith, doesn't have anything to do with the actual wisdom of God, the power of God, the Word of God, and we're just as guilty as Christians, Terry, a lot of folks, is just saying what the world says about everything. And it's a subtle distraction and deception of your own soul to not... Uh, have the the right thing to say, the intelligent thing to say, the wise thing to say, and certainly the faith answer that can come from the Word of God. And we need to answer according to what the Word of God says, not according to these uh, cliched statements that we have here on cards that we're going to address to help you know what to say. Uh, On the program before, we dealt with the the one thing that people say so many times, if you need anything, let us know. Well, <laughs> you need to figure out what they need. You need to figure out how you can help and be specific and then follow up and do exactly what you say you're going to do and not just say dismiss it and then you don't think about it again. If there's anything I can do, let me know. Well, figure out what to do. Figure out what they need. Offer specifically and be diligent. To follow up and do exactly what you promised you would do. Now, we have four other things here that we're going to address. We're going to try to go through these a little quicker and uh, deal with it so you have something intelligent to say and you don't have to live by cliches (laughs) in all of your relationships with people. Uh, Recently, I had heard someone, too, Terry, say um, they were opening in a prayer for the service. And they went through. I, I didn't realize it until after about you know a few seconds. They were praying cliched Christian statements, and never praying from their heart. They used 12 different Christian cliches as they opened the service before they ever got to something that came up sounded like it was an original thought. <laughs> and I just thought we're in trouble. We're in real trouble, Terry, if we're producing that kind of leadership and we cannot cliche the gospel and sound cute and then go around saying just what the world says in every circumstance of life. We've got to have something intelligent and we got a whole Bible to tell us what to say. So, Absolutely. Um, Terry Mize, I want you to pick one of these and we're going to address this so that you can learn what the word of God has to say.
0: Okay. You know, I was thinking as you were talking, um, the Apostle Paul said to Timothy, this is what you're saying here. The Apostle Paul said to Timothy, in the last days. Yes, here we are. These perilous times will come. <laughs> and men will will turn away from the truth. That's it, right and there. And turn themselves to fables. Fables. And go somewhere to get their ears tickled. They'll have itching ears. And they'll go somewhere where the preacher will tell them what they want to hear, right. instead of what they need to hear. And and I've often said, well, okay, fables. Boy, is that they'll where we are? They'll turn from the truth. Well, Jesus said, "Father, thy word is truth."
1: Thy so word Paul's saying, in the
0: last days, men will truth. turn from the Bible right. or turn from the truth. They just say, the Bible's old. The Bible's fluid. The Bible changes with Such it." Such no, subtle no, no, deceptions. No. no, not one jot, not one tittle. You know, I'm the same yesterday and forever. Yes. And uh, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and, day and right. forever. And God said, I'm the Lord, I change not. Right. So, but but he said they'll turn from the truth. My, we've my. We've seen that so much, Renee. They've turned from the truth. Yeah, right. Well, I know the Bible says that, but. No, the Bible says that. But here's how, here's yeah, how God deals with me. Anytime I hear
1: that, I know the Bible says that. But yeah. here's how God alarm, deals with me. Alarm! Many. Alarm! Alarm! <laughs> anytime somebody tells
0: me here's how God deals with me, I say no, He doesn't. No, that's right. He deals with you the same way He deals with everybody else. Right. He, he gives you the word and says, do it. Right.
1: Not exactly. if you like
0: it. Not if you want to. Yeah. It's an order. You do that's it. It's not per personality. And uh, so, what's wrong with fables? Right. We raised our kids on fables. Nothing wrong with fables. Paul said they'll turn from the truth and turn to fable. What is a fable? That's right. A fable is a story, a made up story, usually involving barnyard animals. Like there's three bears, there's three goats. Right. Three little kittens lost their mittens. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Goldilocks (laughs) went to the three bears house. You know, it's usually about barnyard animals. Right. And, And it's telling you morals. Or at least the old fables, you know, like Goldilocks shouldn't have gone to their house. She shouldn't have gone in without permission. <laughs> you know, she shouldn't have eaten their food. Terribly she shouldn't have slept in their bed. She, <laughs> right. the, these are morals you learn exactly. and you teach your children. Right. But the problem is, and what Paul was talking about is that is that it's not that the fables bad. Right. It's that you've turned from the truth. Right and go to a fable and the yeah. fable isn't the truth. Right. It's about the truth. Well, and you've it's left a the story wisdom about the truth. Well, Paul. So said, you're, you're you're one level down.
1: Right. You've you dumbed it down one step. Jesus was the power of God and the wisdom of mm-hmm. God. So when you turn to a fable or a cliche, mm-hmm. one of these statements, mm-hmm. then you end up turning from the power and the wisdom of what is actually in the word of God and you've dumbed it down like you said. So what's that one?
0: This one says this is real popular right now. Yes, follow your heart. <laughs> that's about the dumbest advice that's I've ever so heard dangerous. in my entire life.
1: That's so follow dangerous. Follow your heart. Yeah, that
0: has caused more divorces. No joke. More bad business deals. More. That's I'd, boy. That's the truth. That has caused lots and lots and lots yeah. and lots of problems. No, you know, the Bible says your heart's deceitful. Desperately wicked, and, Desperately who wicked <laughs> and who can know it? And who can know it? The Bible says, "Guard your heart." Yes. For out of it comes the issues of life. Issues of life. It's cho- where choices are made. You, you, you can't follow your heart because mm. really, what that dumbs down to or interprets into is Tell follow us. your emotions. Yes. Follow your feelings. <laughs> Follow whatever level of immaturity you're on at the moment. Yeah, yeah. That guy at the gym looks really good. That girl at the gym looks really good. I think I'll follow my heart and take her to dinner. Yeah, but you're married. You can't do that. You can't follow... Yeah. the lust of your flesh. You can't exactly. follow your, your emotions. You can't follow your feel-good thoughts. Exactly. No, you have gotta follow the word. You gotta say, what does the word say? Jesus, help you us. You know, it became a cliche yes. here, I, I don't know, maybe a decade or two ago, I guess now, maybe a long time ago. Remember the old rubber bands on your bread that said, what would Jesus do, right. WWJD? What would Jesus do? And uh, I've said to a lot of people over the years, well, you, you know, when you say, what would Jesus do? Some people forget that he he would make a whip and hit people with it. <laughs> he'd turn over the money changers' tables and right. run people out of That's church. Right. He'd say, oh, ye of little faith, wherefore yeah. did you doubt? You know, what's wrong with you? I taught you faith. Why aren't you living in faith? Right. So he would just always, you know, just this little... Charismaniac Jesus, just oh, praise the Lord and passive mashed potatoes. Yeah, it wasn't You're passive. You're my favorite, I love you. It wasn't passive. And, and no, he he, he told them what was the word very said. very specific. He always told them what the word said. Yes. And that's what you've got to tell yourself. And I'm not following my heart. I'm following the word of God. If if the word says do this, <laughs> exactly, then I, it doesn't matter what you think.
1: No, you can't be. And I've made so many church that.
0: people mad. You know this is true. I've made so many church people mad over the decades when I've said, you know, if Christians don't get a vote, and they don't get an opinion. You just have the Bible. That's a shock. And it's and you do it. Now people say, but I want to vote. I want an opinion. No, no. Sorry, you don't get an opinion. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I don't care what you think. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel I don't care what you feel. <laughs> It's, it sure it's how eliminates God a lot of unnecessary conversations. He says, "Do it." He says, "Love your enemy." He says, yes. "He says, pray for this and pray that's for that." Right. And he says, "Give money and pay tithes and and pray and right. you know God's got you know you know in American the English language yes. we've always said that four letter words are dirty words you know cuss words swear right. words right but you know I've said for decades and decades I say, you know most of God's words are four letter right and so that's why the church doesn't like them they think they're dirty words. Like pray, yeah. hear, right. give, fast, obey, love, love work. work. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it just goes on and on yes. and on. And, yeah. and those, are, those are four-letter words that God says, these things you have to do. And you can't say, well, but you love me, so i opt out of the system. No, you don't get to opt out of the system. Right, Or God knows how I am. God That's another cliche. Well, did. God
1: knows how I am. Yeah, and he knows you're a real turkey sometimes. Yeah, he, and knows, he you, knows your heart. Yeah. yeah, God knows your heart.
0: <laughs> As he said, the naughtiness of your heart.
1: That That's yeah. it. You know, and the level of maturity that somebody's on, I guess we should put, you know, out there the, the fact that the phrase that that we grew and matured on in the word of, that that when we grew up in faith was uh, this question, what does the word say? Not f- follow your heart we didn't we we call these
0: things bible mythology yeah no not true
1: minister worth their salt will say to you follow your heart now what they will say is what's god asking you what's god talking to you about what's going on in your heart say what does the what does god keep bringing up to you and they'll they'll try to help you discover the voice of the Holy Spirit on the leading of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, because he's the Holy Spirit. Jesus taught in John 14, 15 and 16. He comes alongside you to help you yep. as a guide, as a teacher, as a standby, strengthener. All those words that comes in. He's trying to help you discover what is in your heart by the Spirit of God, and so people don't need to get a counterfeit going of just a cliche blanket statement. Follow your heart. <laughs> that, that will lead you no. down. No, that will
0: de- lead you down a, a bad pathway. Proverbs <laughs> is full of that. Yes, it says if you follow that woman as she comes down the street, you're right. you, You're going oh my to destruction. Goodness. You're going to the pathway yeah. of death. You, you know they they lay in wait to, to shed innocent blood. Yeah, you
1: look at Proverbs 2, Proverbs chapter seven, and you. You'll find out that is not the way a Christian needs to live. I, You're going to live on should be living yeah. on a much higher standard, yeah, like Isaiah absolutely, 55 absolutely. says.
0: And you know, it's, it's, I've had people literally come to me and say, "Brother, I've been married so many years, but but you know, I've, I've seen this guy at the gym, or I've seen this girl at the gym, or I've seen this person, yeah. and I've seen this person. Or I met somebody at my kid's school, blah 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 blah." And I tell you, you know, there's just something in my heart. I think I'm just going to follow my heart. No, 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 no. no That's no. called every That's man is drawn away of his own <laughs> yeah. lust,
1: James one. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, let's move on here. Let's get another one here. So we're not supposed to follow our heart. No. no, you follow the Holy ghost. You follow, follow the, word the word of God. You listen, you take time to pray. You don't cliche any answer that has to do with the quality you know, of life.
0: And we dealt with this one last week, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you need anything, let me know. That, that, go back and watch last week's program.
1: That'll really help you. And so we've dealt with, if you need anything, let me know. Because that's there's a lot higher standard to live on than just that cavalier response. Absolutely. Okay, here's here's uh, three more we're going to address. What does that say? Oh my goodness! No problem. Now somebody th- will say this is just your age. There's not yeah, there, there's no say, problem a with saying no problem. I had somebody text me a while back, years ago, well a couple of years ago, when we mentioned something like this, and they said. Well, that's just a cliche. That yeah, doesn't mean anything. It just that's just an answer. Uh-huh. And I said, herein is the problem. That's what
0: people have said ever since we've been teaching for fifty years on yeah. confession. They'll say, right. well, I know I said I'm sick, but but I'm sick of going there. I'm I'm dying to go there. I'm 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 scared to death. And we said, don't Jesus. say death. Don't say sick. Don't say you're sick. Oh, brother, that's just a cliche. That's just something we say. Uh, you don't say it.
1: Because it creates an atmosphere of, in your own mind
0: you gotta, of sickness, death, problems. God said you death, need to bridle, your, bridle your tongue. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> and be say mature, what the word says. Up. Don't say what you feel. Yeah, no joke. You know, when my my first, my oldest grandchild is a girl, Ashlyn, and uh, when she got to be about I don't know, sixteen, seventeen, she got a job as a waitress, mm-hmm. and uh, I called her over one day and I said, honey, I said I'm going to give you some advice. I right. said you can take it or leave it. It's up to you. But I'm gonna give you some advice. To tell you how to get better tips. <laughs> I said you're pretty. Money answers cute, all got things. Got this cute little dimple yeah. right here. Uh, you're a pretty girl. Yes. And I said you walk up that table and smile. You're gonna have favor. Right. I said, but when some, if you see somebody my age, and this was, you know, fifteen years ago, ten years ago, so I think, boy, she twenty five. Five years ago. And uh, mm-hmm. and uh, no, almost almost ten. And so uh, I said, when you see somebody with gray hair or my age, I said, uh, and, and you pour them a cup of coffee and they say, thank you. Don't say, no problem. I said, that just, what constitutes in your brain that would be a problem to pour me a cup of coffee? Right, that's your job. Just, that's your job, you're getting paid for it. Plus I'm tipping you, uh, you know and I mean? And you're gonna give me a cup of coffee and then tell me it's it's a problem. It's not a problem. Was uh, and, and what was it, what, Matt what said what what Was constitutes, there a problem? Yeah, what was constitutes it? <laughs> you thinking there was a problem. Right. And uh, I said, if you'll just look at them and smile and say, You're welcome. You're so welcome. Yeah. You know, the guy that that created Chick-fil-A, uh anybody's ever been to Chick-fil-A restaurant, know that all their workers, when you say thank you, they always say, My, My pleasure. pleasure. That just sounds so nice. They <laughs> smile and say, My pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> and you know where he got that was, he said, I read about it. He said that, that he was going into years ago, he was going into a, a hotel in New York city. And so the bellman came and got his luggage and put it on a luggage cart and took him to his room. Mm. And he got up in his room and he took the, the guy, the bellman took the luggage off and put it up. And, and the, the, the guy, the owner of Chick-fil-A said, uh, uh, Stuart Kathy." Stuart Cathy. He hadn't even started it yet. Right. But he said, uh, thank you, young man. And he said, my pleasure. And he said, That's great. When I start my business, that's what I'm going to have all my employees say. Right. But it's just so pleasant to say, it's my pleasure. It's just saying, no problem. No problem. (laughs) No problem. Why would you think there's a problem? Right. I mean, it's just... It's just crude. Well, we want to it's help rude. you raise your
1: standard. Isaiah talked a lot about get the stumbling blocks out of the spiritual return of the highway my people are going to come back to me on. He said, raise up a standard. Make Do things higher up on the food chain, as we would say. This is what we're talking about. Do things higher up on the food chain. Think higher. Think about the situation. Think about how to respond to people. These are things that'll help you make money these are things that'll help you raise your children these are things that'll that'll keep strife out of your life and and change people's opinion of you to a higher opinion when you think right act right talk right and you act like you're intelligent instead of just you're going to answer everybody with a cliche well you can just hold up cards like mm-hmm. we're doing today yeah. and
0: <laughs> just Ms. just it, walk just around say, you're with so plaque. you're so welcome yeah you're so very welcome well, yeah you're welcome
1: it was pleasure. my pleasure. Thank you so very much. You actually use vocabulary instead of becoming like Hollywood with every movie they produce. All you have to know how to be in a movie is is be vulgar, be naked, uh, have special effects, and know how to curse. And that's all you have to do to act in Hollywood. And the church should be so much higher up in everything that we do that we don't answer with cliches. We answer with thank you very much, and we sincerity in our face. There's compassion in our voice. There's intelligence in what we say. There's an anointing on our words and on our face. He that hath a glad heart has a continual feast you know uh, a merry heart does good like a medicine you want to answer and display and represent we're living letters terry well, what the word of god says we're living and, and letters. we represent
0: jesus in everything we do everywhere we go yes and, and an employee represents their employer how many times you started going into a restaurant and it's maybe ten minutes of closing time, or fifteen minutes of closing time, and you try to get in. They say, "I'm sorry, we're closed." And they lock the door. Well, no, you're not closed. You, and, and I always say the same thing when somebody does. That. I say, "Well, you're not the manager, are you? Yeah, you're, you're not, not the, one the making owner. Money here, are you? You're not the owner, are you? You don't care about this business, right? Because because it's it's a matter of uh, if if you've agreed to work there, right? Then you've agreed to the terms. Exactly. And uh, you know
1: well the. The generation that we live in, and it has been a deliberate act of our government and those who are pulling the strings around the world to dumb down America, to dumb down everything that we're doing. I read several articles, heard people discuss it, listened to people that are, were pundits talking about the, the deliberate plan to coarsen America to corson america of uh, bill bennett's book on the death of outrage um, the the fact that people are so careless and are so dull of hearing to what's happening in the world today. I'm telling you that's going to slip into every part of Christianity. It's going to slip into sure. the pulpit, it's going to slip into the children's church ministry, and it's going to cause the church to be I we're grieving over this at this point because of the fact that that the the real wisdom of God and the intelligence when you look at Terry just at, over in Deuteronomy chapter 4, uh, Moses told the people of God, he said it, when when, the, when the people living around us here in Israel will hear about the word of God, he said, they're going to say what a large and important people this is that has a God so near to them that has all these precepts and all this wisdom. You go read that in Deuteronomy chapter four. The world is supposed Absolutely. to think we are so smart and so intelligent <laughs> that we have a God so near to them and has given us these precepts and this these commandments that it entices them to be like us but when we talk and cliche and are cavalier and careless and just pontificate with all these stupid things instead of real vocabulary all right that's all i have to say about it you want to Mm. pick another one
0: (laughs) that's a pretty good rant
1: (laughs) thank you (laughs) what is that one Oh, how are you?
0: <laughs> yeah, that one's debatable, you know. That,
1: that one's debatable. It depends on who you want to ask how they are. I have
0: I have been, people that I don't ask. We back, don't ever ask to that. We say,
1: oh, oh, let's just say something. Oh, good to see you. Bless your heart. You know, something, that's a cliche. And we just, but we're sincere, but you have to be careful with your words. Who are you going to ask that to? Who are you not going to ask that to? Yeah. I mean, I don't. Jesus didn't say that, you know.
0: (laughs) No, not at all. And and if you if you get right right down to it, they're supposed to be in line with the word, so that's how they are.
1: Right. Well, Jesus would, you know, he asked Peter, he says, "What do you say? Mm -hmm. What did you say, Peter? Mm -hmm. You know, who do you say that I I am? Who do you say that I am? Jesus would say, "What are you saying about? certain topics. What are you saying about it? Well, I think we can legitimately ask today, Terry, ask our audience, ask our own hearts. What are we saying? What are we saying Absolutely. about these things? What are we gonna let somebody say or not say? Uh, Jesus said over, what is James? James? Let no man say,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, Uh, James said that that's
0: an order to you to not let any man say that God is a tempter or does evil things
1: right right
0: see no man say it I mean I'm charged to to let no man say it
1: that's right and we're trying to establish here today what do you say Um, I guess when we started we were we wanted to address um, and and call these things people say well that's used a lot of times to justify a comment Mm -hmm. or a declarative saying. You know what they say. (laughs) Well, we need to be more specific and higher up on that, more intelligent, and we need to know what to say, who to say it to, how much to say, what not to say and find out what the word does say about these things. But when you ask somebody, how are you? You need to be prepared to hear their answer, depending on if you're talking to a believer an unbeliever or a casual believer or a reprobate. I mean, you're you're you need to be careful asking something like this because you're going to get answers sometimes and your ears filled with things you don't want to hear or your children with you don't need to hear it. And, uh, my goodness gracious, it can be, this can be a real open a can of worms. (laughs) This can be a question that you may not be prepared to answer or hear. And it can open a door um, of when somebody answers you something. I mean, my goodness, Terry, they could give you a whole list of things they're afraid of. Well, I'm afraid about this. Well, and bring up a topic that Uh, you and your children don't want to hear, or your spouse standing there with you. So be careful when you ask this question that it's not a a thoughtless, careless moment of yours, and just greet people with hello. You know, don't you? Pretty day, (laughs) you know. um, Hope you're doing well, and then move on. But always be sincere, be deliberate with your words instead of asking, uh, questions that could really get you into some trouble
0: all right Amen. and here's well i saw your you laid it down so i saw what the next question was but we've got we 35 don't, we don't seconds have, we don't have time okay. to talk about it but it's the meanest doctrine the meanest things preachers preach it's, it's wrong it's it's not bible and we'll deal with it next week
1: well we just pray our words have had weight with you and have helped you in some way, and has made you start thinking and search the scriptures to see, like the Thessalonians, they were more noble because they saw, searched the scriptures to see what Paul said was true or not. The Bereans or the yeah no the
0: Thessalonians,
1: yeah uh, the Bereans were. You're yeah, right. The Bereans. The Bereans were. See, we got to learn it right. Well, God bless you, and you are more, more than, than conquerors. conquerors. Bye bye. Hello, everyone Terry and I are here to just say thank you and just thank you thank you thank you <laughs> we just can't thank you enough all of you that have partnered with Terry mys ministry soon to be 56 years coming up in February and uh, all the blessing of God we pray on every single one of you Amen. some of these are testimonies prayer requests um, notes given with offerings uh, there's a whole bunch of these all hidden under here from 2023 and we saw the Lord do great things not only for us but through you and your confidence in us and your care for the ministry you trusted us to pray for you you trusted us with your money and we couldn't be more thankful and more grateful and yet very
0: humbled oh, absolutely and both in the ministry Terry Mott's ministries and in our orphanage foundation, our yes. J- Jackie Mize International Children's Foundation, we just finished our Christmas and and had a banner year of giving to orphans for Christmas. Yes, yes. We just appreciate that. Thank you for it. And of course, out of TMM, we cover the expenses for the other foundation, for Jackie Mize uh, International Children's Foundation. So thank you for giving to both of those entities, right. both of those ministries. We appreciate it. We pray for you every day, every day, every every day. day. And I believe God's absolute best for you.
1: That's right. As we continue on now in 2024, we just want to encourage you to use your faith with ours because we laid hands on all of these. And we believe you came out of 2023 blessed and you're coming into 2024. Bless coming in and bless going out. Amen. And that the blessing of the Lord is returned back on you in every area of your life. And God's not through. You know, it's like Brother Copeland said many years ago. We don't play nine inning ball games. We play till we win.
0: Absolutely. And
1: so we're we're hanging on to these. We're laying hands on these, and we're calling your life blessed in every area. Thank you for partnering with Terry Mize Ministries.
0: You can give a tax deductible donation now
1: at terrymize.com.